We're here to hang out. We're here to take your questions and kick it. As they say, um, we can kick it in a few different ways. Uh, we can kick it with the ask a question button in the chat. We'd love to hear from you live. Can we do? Are we are we, are we Discord capable? We, we are. All it's right. Installing some updates, but love these updates. Trying to get these updates because their update patch notes are written Ooh, in such an effective funny. way. Ugh. the Discord patch notes are straight up abysmal. I'm I we yeeted the server connection issues into the sun, and. Now you can in lobbies you can nene your way into a a live stream for up to eight people. Great! Oh God, I just, I just want to die hearing you say that. Um, can we do patch notes for our website? And can I write them? Yes. No. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know if they still do it, but there was a period of time where Polygon was doing patch notes for the website, and I thought it was a cool fucking idea. That is a cool idea. It was like, hey, because, you know, shit changes. Like, we changed our uh, our nav bar uh, pretty recently. Uh, and then over the course of the last few months, like uh, some link colors and some other stuff have changed, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. I love this link color. Yeah. A, uh, it's uh, among my favorite colors. B, I can see it, whereas the old link color often faded into the background uh, in a way that made it invisible to me which was not great. <clears throat> it's like a fun Homestar Runner thing where you have to like find the Easter eggs by yeah. just clicking, see where your pointer turns, turns into, into a thing. And you're like, oh, this is definitely a thing. And yeah. then you click it and then Strong Bad says something and you're like, wow. Like, oh, 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 er, my, er, Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, yep. I used to do like, I used to have like four or five really solid Homestar <laughs> Runner voices. I could do, I used to be. I could. I could do a good strong sad. Okay. I could do a decent strong bad. I could never nail home star. Mm -hmm. um, you got a coach cheat. Z. You got a decent cheat. Yeah, coach Z. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Call or see. I just like I'm. Um, Out. Oh, it's been. It's been. I too can't long. even remember. I can't. It's like I've got the vague idea of what Coach Z sounded like. Coach Z. Coach it from that song. Yeah. He's a, co co no, I don't know. It's like a f New England. -y. Yeah. Ish. I don't know where ish or yeah, that's no. Uh, we can take your uh, business over Discord. We've got instructions about how to do that uh, at the top of the chat, and uh, we've also got a phone number seven zero seven exit flu, and you can call and you can leave a voicemail, and then maybe on a future installment of this program, we will listen to your voice. I like hearing the voices of the people. It's why we're here. Yes. So I, you know, if you are a person who can contact us via Discord, I would love to talk. We're here to chat. Yeah. You know, we want to we, we, we want to be uh, available to everyone, which is why we have the phone number and why we take text questions here. But ultimately, we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. You know what kind of questions I like? What on the Discord? Which ones? Which ones I lean towards? Mm. Ones that are open-ended you know there, a lot of people have questions that i feel like you could answer in one word oh and sure that, yeah. that won't make a great phone call most that of the one time. word ass 90 percent of the time it's yeah, just ass. It's ass so you know questions with like a little bit of wriggle room for a discussion yeah, there discussion or discussionally oriented ones yeah yeah um would love to hear it so yeah uh, we got some questions here um og Kongi says, how does Strong Bad type with boxing gloves? I think he has a special keyboard. Yeah. 
It's like uh, how stenographers only have eight keys yeah. on the courtroom keyboards. Um, but they use like different combinations. He has two. Yeah. Definitely. Um, This is a weird, I feel like there's like layers. M. Pazalot says, in what way do you think a Squadron 42 flop would affect Star Citizen's reputation? Do you think there's a worst case scenario in which current supporters lose all hopes? Uh, Squadron 42 is like a sub game for Star Citizen. Is it? A, I think it's a first person shoot. I don't know. It's just like some, it's a different game, like a single player, like a story driven game that they went and cast people for. I I, it's all a mess. Like, I feel like anyone who's in now is not getting out, right? I mean, there's there's just like, they'll believe anything if they're still there. So I, I don't, I, I, I don't think there's any, I, I'm, I'm operating in a world in which Squadron 42 is never going to come out anyway. So it's just like, because it's just part of Star Citizen. It's just part of this mess that's off in some separate game industry that people only talk about it like, oh, right, yeah, they're raising zillions of dollars over there. That sure looks like a scam. Anyway, back over here where there's something, to, yeah, like I, it's, it's, it just feels like it's, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Like I don't think about Star Citizen until someone else brings it up and I go, oh, right, yeah, eh, I don't know. But I, yeah, like I said, I, I live in a world where none of that's ever coming out. So I don't, I don't know. That's, that's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, how are you doing over there? You got anything uh, voicemail-wise? Yeah. Any, uh, Let me, me hit you with a voicemail. Yeah, hit me with a VM. And uh, a VN. Uh, wait, you want like a... The filthiest... Doki Doki. Yeah, no, I, no, I dirtier. Uh, Show me the ratings. I want to see the ratings. What's... Uh, how about... Oh, we're going to turn this up. And we're going to click this button. Hey, 3 a.m. boys. How do I get out of conversations when I'm a type B person talking to a type B person to where neither of us will just come out and end the conversation or end the social hangout? Uh, how do I get out? How do I need out? How do I, how do I get out elegantly without uh, making people know that I want out? All right. Thanks. Uh, far out. Goodbye. I think there's a lot of tonal speaking you can do that indicate this thing is wrapping up. You give them the like uh, wrap it up, uh, yeah, hand yeah, motion, like, yeah. Uh, what yeah. Is, what is it? Like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think it's like anyway. All yeah. right, well, you do a big like. Oh, okay, oh, boy, well. I didn't sleep good last night. Well, I gotta go take. Ooh, that's a good one. I gotta take this, and you like put your hand on your pocket. Yeah, and then just like walk away. You know what? Or you can only just. And this might be like whatever. Just, do you know where the bathroom is? Ooh, that's and good. Then just bounce. Yeah, and b- go over to the bathroom, and then you know if you're leaving the whole event, that's fine too. But like then it gives you an opportunity to exit the bathroom mm-hmm. or or never go. I mean, if the guy's not watching you walk in or, or whatever, then it doesn't it doesn't matter. But you know. It gives you an opportunity to exit, see the room fresh, alone, and then potentially choose which conversation you're going to engage in next. You can um, just be like, so, you want to talk about Star Wars? And odds are they'll be like, no. And just walk away. Yeah. There's a few topics you could do there. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I feel like, no, like, because, yeah, I I feel like the likelihood, 
that that's like a razor's edge thing because you might run into someone goes yes i do yes and then at that point you say well i definitely need to end this conversation it's been a pleasure right. meeting you yeah uh somebody in the chat says scream that's good not get you out of any conversation. That's true. Yeah. Maybe into something else, but Yeah, it's kinda yeah. You just go, ooh, my knee. I gotta mm. Oh. I'm gonna go oh, I'm gonna ice this down and then just wander off. I think it also really depends on how well you know the person. Like if you're just meeting yeah. somebody for the first time, it's really easy to be like, Hey, well, it was really good to meet you. Yeah. A pleasantry and right. then walk away. Like that's the easiest. But if it's like mm-hmm. somebody you're more familiar with, oh it's great catching up with you yeah i gotta go poop in the in the poop hole yeah or if there's food so oh food and then stumble off in the direction of where the crackers are or you something know. oh food and that way you're tired and hungry and nobody wants to mess with somebody who's hung hangry yeah exactly uh that, that's a that's a perfect yes i think that would all work um just sit down like if you're standing in a room talking to somebody, just sit down uh-huh. and they'll stop talking to you. Yeah. There's lots of things you can do to get somebody else to stop talking to you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, you, you absolutely could do that. A, lo- a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, a more 714 says, so those burger time one up machines, eh? have you seen, you know, all the, the small arcade machines that that company's making? Yeah. They did a Marvel one. There's, you know, like a, they announced a Burger Time one with like three other Data East games on like Bad Dudes, a couple others. I I don't know. It's it's not I, those things. I I don't. I don't. I don't think those things are interesting. Or or no, they're interesting. I don't think they're good. Right. I messed around with a Galaga machine uh, of that uh, ilk at a Walmart I was at recently. <laughs> Goddamn fucking Walmart! What a wasteland. Um. And it was bad. It was like, it's small. They sell a riser for it to try to get it up to something resembling adult height. But even that doesn't ha. seem like it would be enough. Ha. Um, you know, it's just like not a great screen. The controls aren't great. Like, it's just the whole thing just doesn't seem like something I, I'd want to mess with. It's too small. As someone who has too many real arcade machines, you might think I'd be like, well, if I could get a smaller one. But the answer is get the real ones or don't get them. That's it. Damn. This had these half stepping ass ones that are just like, yeah, I don't know. You get the one with these flat screens, and it's like, at that point, just fucking play them on your computer. Yeah, that's the thing is you can like, you can fucking play those yeah. on an iPad. Yeah, <laughs> play them on a goddamn anything. What do you got? A PSP? You can definitely. You give me a PSP, a battery, some tape, and some t- paper clips, and we can be playing Burger Time in it in twenty minutes. Sounds like a fun new original character, McGamer. Yeah, that's yes, McGamer. He loves <laughs> he uh, can uh, building shit out of shit and uh, chicken sandwiches. McGamer, we need somebody to we need to fucking play asteroids in a Tesla. Leave it to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know that's what, definitely all. That's all. That's all doable. That's got to be doable. You know what you can leave to me? What connecting us with other people? Yes, on the internet. I love this. Strands. Strand. Hello, caller. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. Oh no! Oh no! Your circle's lighting up, but I can't hear you talking on it. 
What the That heck? means it's on your, our our end. Because Most if the, of the circle's time, lighting up, if the circle's lighting up, that means the program's detecting them speak. Yes, but also ninety percent of the time it's still in there. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, when we were playing yesterday, uh, the video games, and I oh. tried to jump into that voice chat, I could hear you, and you couldn't hear me until I quit Discord and relaunched it, and then it worked. Uh, That's my story. Are you sticking to it? Uh, no, okay. but uh, I don't have anything better for you right now. Um. Uh, D signal says, what's the next big thing in party finger food? What a great question. Finally, we can get down to the future of, of, uh, of finger foods. Vapor, vape, vape. Mm. Like, cause everyone's carrying. <clears throat> I, it's just I, like a, a, a bowl full of vape pens. Well, I mean, so here's, here's the thing. Everyone has their own vape pen. I was at a restaurant last night and after eating four out of the six people all pulled out different vapes and just started hitting them outside of the restaurant. Mm. Um, so I think you only need the like cartridges. Okay. Uh, so you have oh, like a everyone cartridge. Will, everyone will have their own. Are, are there cartridges compatible? I feel like are there like, no, I feel like it's sort of a lot of proprietary bullshit. There is. Like if you have a, a jewel. Yeah. Then you. Then you can't use a PAX. Use a, a PAX. PAX East coming That's up. Mine. Oh, nice. My brand. That's, uh, how's it working out for you? Uh, I, uh, I have popcorn long. Great. Nice work. Yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know. You got to drip fluid on the coil. What do you... Yeah. Drip fluid directly on the coils mm-hmm. and then you and then it, it deeper. And then you hit it and then you quit it. And then, but you don't quit it. And you don't quit it. Caller, have you ever vaped? Okay, this is on us. This yeah. is the second person. Every other time it's been on them. I don't know why I can't hear Earlier, anything. I heard a noise coming through. Yeah, the call sound is working. Uh, but I want to say the input-output for ringing and for... Well, no, that's Skype. There you go. Yeah, see, that's that was that played. Hello, caller? Hello? Hello! Hey. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Daniel from North Carolina. Hello, Daniel. Uh, Ben's question still hey, holds. Have you ever vaped? Hey. I thought it was on my end. Oh, yeah. Well, I had to stop. You know, I've heard it's not safe. So smart. I try to stay away. Just old fat, good old fashioned drug usage. Yeah, Anyways. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, I'm going to start with my um, my food tip, if that's okay. I have a sick food hack. Great. You yeah. Hear it. Please. So this is, I came up with this at about 3 a.m. So I think it's relevant. Perfect. Um, you can get your hands on some chicken curry, mm-hmm. um, whether you make it uh, good for you. I can't. You pick it up from somewhere. Get some um, ramen noodles, not with the full soup, but just with the seasoning, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Put the curry, the ramen noodles with the chicken flavoring, and it'll take you to another place. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Mm-hmm. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually one of the first things I ever cooked for my significant other. And I tried to make potato croquettes, and they were awful. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, just a little cumin and a little um, turmeric is all you need, man. Yeah. You're telling me. Yeah. Thank you for the food hack. What Did you have a, did you have a follow-up? Was there a second thing? Yeah. So um, my, roots, my big topic was uh, I started a new job recently that gives me puts me in an office which i haven't had before so i've just 
spent a lot of time listening through old Bombcast starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm right about 09. Um, but you guys spent a lot of time in 08 talking about Burnout Paradise. And um, it's really stark looking back how, you know, the Need for Speed uh, series has gone over time versus the Burnout series um, and how one has managed to seem to stay alive and one has, you know, not lived, gotten out of 08 really. But um, a lot of the online stuff that Paradise did and a lot of the um, DLC and the way they handled just giving out free DLC and like they just Criterion seemed really ahead of their time um, with all that. And so I was just going to see if there's any other companies or any other um, games, services like that, that strike you as having been too far ahead of their time in a good way. Um, You know, you can see maybe with like Xbox one stuff, how they were too ahead of their time in, in a bad messaging way. But um, I don't know any, anything like that. And maybe just to reminisce on, on Criterion a little bit, even though they apparently they've been doing great things with battlefront too, but right. Yeah. I guess they, they have been, they have been touching yeah, that a lot thing. of pe- people have been talking about battlefront too lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, it's there's... had a big comeback the player base is bigger. I just downloaded it for on the sale. Cause it was like $12 or something. And, the YouTube scene for it is crazy right now. It's it's having a huge revival. And people are like still pissed about Battlefield 5 in a lot of ways, right? So I, I wonder if that's contributing to it. Of just like, well, no one wants to play the most recent Battlefield, so they're going to go back to Battlefront 2 instead. Because yeah. that's well, been what still worked on. Recently, it's been great because they've added a ton of classes to the game that all are balanced in really interesting ways. Hmm. So I don't know if you guys have checked it out recently, but the the way that each like the two sides and each of the classes are built to kind of combat each other there's like hero hunter classes and stuff now it just i'm i've been having a lot of fun with it lately cool i maybe i should maybe i should redownload that and give it a look it's been what feels like 7 years <laughs> i don't know i feel like <laughs> I, pro- I promise it's worth it and it still looks amazing cool okay. all right well thank you very much for your call um thank you love you guys yeah bye um Ahead of their time. So the thing with Burnout Paradise is that it, he mentioned that there was a lot of free DLC and just a lot of DLC for that game. There was. Um, that game came out around the time that EA was trying to find ways to stop used game sales. And that stuff manifested in a few different ways. There was the whole Project $10, like the, the online pass thing uh, was like, oh, if you if you buy this game used, you need to give us 10 bucks to play it online. Um, one of the other ways they tried to do that was to give a game very long legs, uh, try to keep updating it, keep updating it in hopes that players wouldn't sell it back. So my understanding was that Criterion was given a lot of runway with Burnout Paradise specifically to experiment with that and try to figure out like, okay, can we stop people from buying used copies of the game? Or could we stop used used copies of the game from getting on shelves in the first place yeah. if we have like an aggressive update strategy um, with like big, meaningful DLC? And my understanding is that there was a lot of like, oh, we're going to look at how many copies we sold versus how many names are on the leaderboard. Like, like you know, th- that sort of stuff to try to figure out like, okay, how, how are we doing at this? And the story I remember hearing, it's kind of been a while now, is that that didn't go super well. Like that, did, that didn't necessarily uh, solve the used solve the used game situation. But like, but it was kind of a, a, a it was an experiment for EA, really. Um, that that they were basically able to do that. I don't know that 
uh, the game necessarily. I, there was a lot of DLC for that game. I don't know that all of it was that great. Like I, I you know, there was a lot of it. Uh, I didn't think the burnout bike stuff was great. Um, I didn't necessarily think that big surf Island was all that awesome either. I just like baseline burnout paradise with maybe some of the fun cars, like the movie car pack with like the, the DeLorean and stuff like that, like that, that was kind of the stuff I liked when they were like, here's tiny toy versions of the cars. Like, no, it's not. No, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. But, um, it worked out great. Cause you know, like whatever, like burnout paradise was a great game. And, and like the concept of just like, Hey, let's get more burnout paradise. I think like, yeah, why not? Um, so I think it worked out like well for players who wanted to continue engaging with that game. But I think at some point between like maybe some of that DLC, not being all that engaging, um and just like hey you know other games came out and i've moved on or or I, I got what i needed to out of burnout paradise and i'm moving on from a lot of those players like i don't know how well it worked from a standpoint of of like staving off used sales uh but that was the story i heard you know i, I don't know if that's uh, i don't i don't know exactly how accurate that was but it all sounds plausible given uh the timing around that stuff and and looking at some of the other dlc type stuff ea was doing at the time um it at least made sense from from that perspective. Um, I love that game. That's a that's a, a great game. It's cool that they remastered it, but it felt like they remastered it to get people to stop talking about it. And <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of came and went again. Which you know, whether it's a remaster, what do you what do you expect? I guess. But um, yeah, you know, yeah, no. Um. Let's see here. Uh, Dr. M to the J says, I really want to play Modern Warfare, but every time I buy a Call of Duty, I suck at it and give up and regret buying it. Do you ever feel like that with a game? And how do you get over it? You ever buy a game and just go like, oh, I'm an idiot. Why did I do this? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually like like a game. I'm trying to think of a specific one, but you know, it's like, oh, it's the fourth one of these. And I haven't loved the first few, but like, people are really saying this is the one like this is the one that's going to get me in and then i play it and i'm just like oh no that's not not at all yeah i um i bought smash brothers for the (laughs) switch i don't like that like but i it was mostly because i was interested in that weird mode with the map and all that stuff oh yeah or whatever and i thought that stuff was well done for what it was but like you Turns out you still have to play a bunch of Smash Brothers to do that. And uh, that was just like, man, I should not have bought this and the season pass. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the more recent ones I can think of for sure. Boy, I'm really drawing a blank right now because I do, if I end up buying something, I do try to put a decent amount of time into it. Uh, I guess Bloodborne is one that I kind of like really quickly was just like, oh, maybe maybe these aren't for me. Because mm. at that point, I hadn't really played many. I've tried every Souls game, but like I thought that maybe that one would be the one. Yeah. But now at this point, after I beat Sekiro, I want to go back. To, to Bloodborne to specifically? Bloodborne. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I wonder how that would go. They're not that – like Sekiro is a pretty different game. Yeah. You know, it's not like like people lump it in with with those games, and I get it, but it's not. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess I could, you know I'd say that a lot. Of, well, 
Bloodborne is closer to those games than than Sekiro is. But but even Bloodborne is is different enough. It's different enough to where I like Bloodborne and don't like any of the Dark Souls games. Sure. So you know, there's that. But um, yeah, I don't necessarily love Sekiro all that much either. I like the soundtrack. Uh, that uh, that kids version of Hot in Here that they've got on there, really appreciated. Um, the pull quote says a few months back, I ordered 150 packs of ramen because they discontinued a flavor. I loved by the time the package arrived, the store had restocked them after being ramen claws for a bit. I found they did discontinue it. (laughs) Have you done this? No, (laughs) no, I guess I have not. I have not myself. Yeah, that's uh, a sad story. That sucks. It's like it, it, when shit you like gets discontinued, it sucks. It really sucks because then you start trying to find like right s- the uh, the same thing, but it's never as good. Yeah, like there was a, a seafood restaurant next to my best friend's house in college, and I don't love. I, I don't even like scallops, but they had these like fried scallops that we would get once a week. And then they closed, and we just like would go around San Francisco trying the fried scallops at every other yep. place, and it was never the same. Yeah, no, this uh, there was a a place when I was in high school. There was a, a Chinese place we'd go to all the time, and there was just something about the Mongolian beef there that was that stood out compared to other places. Which is a weird thing because it's I mean it's just fucking Mongolian beef, but, right? Um. And then they changed owners and a lot of things there changed. And I've never found any Mongolian beef that felt as good as that Mongolian beef felt. I don't know. Never be the same. Never be the same. You want to hear a voicemail? I would love to hear a voicemail. Okay. Hey, what's up, 3M boys? This is Eric from Rochester. I was just typing on my phone uh, the word Taco Bell. I was messaging my... My fiance about games food and it autocorrected to Taco Bell two for some reason. That got me thinking. What would a sequel to Taco Bell two be like? What if you know restaurants had sequels like video games? Just just thought I I want to hear what you would think Taco Bell two would be. I, I really like the sentence. What if restaurants had sequels, sequels like video, like video games. games? Yeah. Laundromats have sequels. It's like a Washland two on the other side of town from the original Washland. And then there's sometimes like, they spell it T O O. Sometimes it's Roman numeral two. Like there's definitely, I've I've definitely seen sequels to businesses. There is precedence in the restaurant space because there's like Chili's and then there's Chili's to Ch- go. Chili's to go. Yeah. Um. God, I'm really thinking. So with a good sequel, what a good sequel does, I feel like in general, there, there's a few ways to approach a sequel. There's an the, IHOP version of what you're talking of that Chili's thing yeah, coming apparently yeah. too, which sounds kind of cool. So I think like bad bad sequels are like, hey, we took all the shit you loved in the first m- movie or video game, and we just like did it way more. I think good sequels like take the things you like and kind of subvert it and twist it a little bit, but still kind of keep the same feeling, yeah. right? It's like. It's it's a real evolution of something rather than just plopping more of something on mm-hmm. to it. So I feel like in that regard, uh, no more tortillas, uh, and instead it's all pitas. Okay, the pockets, flat yeah. flatbread. It's just like uh, 
You know, a little thicker. Like, little, like a gordita. Yeah, a little more, uh, a little more, uh, something you can really sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. Greek Trojan here says Taco Bell 2 is basically just the Pizza Hut Kentucky Fried Chicken Taco Bell Trio. No, that's like that's a combination though. That's like a that's like a when you bought Skyrim and and Bioshock in the same disc. Um, yeah, I feel like if they had crafted a menu, um, that was like combining those items. If they if they had a full on menu that yeah. was like okay, now we've got kentucky fried chicken like, through integration yeah like here's a double decker taco with mashed potatoes in it here's a popcorn chicken loaded griller exactly yeah like that would be taco bell yeah. too worthy a, a true mexican pizza yeah but then you have to do it but but having to do it yourself i feel like maybe disqualifies it but like that's halfway to the that's a, you know just the yum hey, foods more like taco bell 1.5 am i right fuck it. yeah yeah um yeah um, they would uh, bring back the Chihuahua, uh, but mm. this time he'd be gritty. Yeah, well, it's the dark, dark. middle chapter, like of, of the Taco Bell trilogy. Yeah, like Taco Bell two would be like everyone loses. You do you don't get to live moss at this Taco Bell because everything costs a hundred dollars, and they don't tell you that until after you've ordered and eaten the food, and then but- you're on the hook for it. They've replaced Baja Blast with um, razor blades. Razor blade, Baja blade. Yeah. Yes, Baja blade. This seems like a crime. Uh, Colonel Sanders twenty one, which is a fantastic name, says someone in my town just live blogged himself being in a Denny's for sixteen hours. Oh Christ! How long could you stay in a Denny's? I feel like live blog, like live blogging. I feel like oh, leaves a lot, a lot of doors open for uh, putting the lie in live blogging. Yeah, you know, like if he was live streaming out of a Denny's for sixteen hours, I would be more impressed because it would be verified that 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 person was there. But if you just take a bunch of pictures and then uh, eke them out in over. Twitter or a blog or whatever for that length of time. I don't know. How long could I stay in a Denny's? Um, I've, I've definitely like stayed in restaurants like that for four or five hours. Long enough that you like get a shift change in the middle. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There, that, uh, there's a really good article from 2014. I just found it called my 14 hour search for the end of TGI Friday's endless appetizers. And it's an article about, you know, them just staying as long as they could eating as many mozzarella sticks as they could it was on reddit and he posted proof he says so all right okay anyway yeah uh go on uh i think i could last like six six hours yeah yeah because at a certain point it's like you know your butt starts hurting and what are you doing i mean what are you doing there really well you know when i so there was a shitty it was lions it was a chain yeah uh, the lions in petaluma was the kind of it was the i'm not old enough to hang out at the bars mm-hmm. place to go yep and then at about 1 a.m drunks would start trickling in yep denny's in town would, would go the same way basically uh at some point just like more and more drunk people would start showing up and 
sometimes if you were there and the right people showed up, you would, you know, leave with them and go to a house where people were drinking or something like that afterwards. But, uh, you know, it's, there was nothing else to do. So you could go and you could order some appetizers. Like people would get coffee. I didn't drink coffee then. French fries. Yeah. But yeah, you get, get some appetizers here and there, that sort of thing. And just treat it real slow. And you're there like six or seven people deep. To Like actually, you know, you could be like anywhere from three to 14 people across a couple of tables or something like that. People that didn't even show up at the same time. They're just like sitting at tables, ordering different food, ordering separate checks, all this other stuff. Like these tables that are just kind of transitioning in and out as people bail and more people show up. And you could theoretically, and I had, you know, I did. I was there for five hours once. But like there, people would stay there all night because it was 24 hours. Uh, they didn't have endless anything except for like refills on the sodas and coffee. But, you know, like I was always of the, the sort, I was always the sort of person that was like, if I'm going to be here this long, I kind of need to keep ordering stuff uh, because I feel like a real piece of shit. <laughs> right. Um, but, but, because uh, like the thing most is, most other like, people were unfettered by such things and they would just sit there and you're just, you're creating so much work. Yeah, for totally well i mean it's like it's the same amount of work they would have otherwise but they're only getting tipped once yeah it's bad um and sometimes you'd close out checks because people would be leaving and open new ones afterwards you know there's, there's stuff like that that yeah would, that would happen yeah but it's uh yeah i'm remembering how good this article it is it, it's chronicled by time 4 50 p.m it occurs to me that i will be able to make a wish at 11 11 i start for, looking forward to 11 11 they've been here for six hours at this point 4 51 p.m I unfurl my paper napkin to write out the alphabet on it. and I'm excited to discover it is actually two paper napkins wadded together. I begin writing the alphabet on both napkins in various cursive and print scripts a bunch of times. So, like, yeah, that's, I guess, what you end up doing. Well, that person sounds like they're alone there also. Uh, I think there's three people. Oh, okay. And I think they All just right. stop talking to each other at a certain point. Yeah. I think these days, now that everyone has phones, I feel like it would be even easier to blow a bunch of time. Or even the fucking, oh shit, those table side like game things, because it's like, it's all you can play for a dollar. Exactly. I'm going to sit here, I'm going to play shitty Pictionary or whatever this is. (laughs) I was going to say Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Yeah. For seven hours straight here at the Chili's. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's very doable, but don't. Just don't do it. This person went offline, but I'm just going to call them, see if they answer. Okay. Hello? Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, hi. Hi, what's your name and where are you? Hey, I am Dan. I'm in Philadelphia. Hello. Um... I don't think I could last longer than three hours in a Denny's. I, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It depends on what you order, too. Yeah, but none of the food is spectacularly good at Denny's, so that kind of... That's another demerit. Yeah, no, you, you're you're not wrong. It's You're kind of just like... Uh, yeah, it's I like don't know. It's a last-ditch thing. Definitely. It's like there's literally nowhere else we can go. And now we're here. It's Denny's. Yeah. Yeah. The slam so burger, anyways, though. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what differ- What kind of factors do you factor in when differentiating between a good video game track and a great video game track? Like, music track, I mean. Huh. I think the difference for me is 
a good video game track I am excited to hear in the game. Like, oh yeah, this is the song. Mm -hmm. A great video game track is something I will listen to outside of the video game. Right, absolutely. Like, I could listen to the gimmick soundtrack most days. Sure, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably the, the dividing line there. It's just like, are you going to listen to it outside the game? But also, I think there are probably great video game songs that don't really work outside of the game just because of the nature of the game, whether Definitely. it's a rhythm game or, or something like that. Like like the act of playing the game is what elevates the track. Yeah. So I, I could almost see the opposite answer also <laughs> being true. True. Because like uh, for like uh, something like a JRPG, like great JRPG battle themes are songs that you're like you hear for the hundredth time and you're still into it. But I would like never go out of my way to just like pick it out of the blue. It's songs that like on repeat after repeat because you know you're going to be like battling a hundred times a thousand times whatever over the course of a game it shouldn't get old after hearing it for the yeah. 15th hour yeah know? like the the persona 4 uh battle theme mm -hmm. i think is like a great example of a, of yeah. a great battle song and that's i take that and raise you the persona 3 battle theme hmm. yeah i can see it but at the same time like those are also i think songs that work outside of the game which i wouldn't say about most jrpg battle themes like most of those, I would never want to hear most. Yeah. Like, I, and, and maybe that says more about me, but I would never want to hear any of that music outside of the game. Uh, even the stuff that I think is good is just like it's it's contextual. But Persona is probably the the one, know, of, the, one yeah. of the few that, that breaks out of that. Well, it's accessible. Yeah, totally. It's poppy, you know. Like it's 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 full on modern music, you know. And, and I honestly just don't spend a lot of time rolling around listening to orchestral anything. Uh, so a lot of the kind of big pantheon of JRPG music is not something I'm ever going to take outside the, the game, but maybe that's just me. I mean, those soundtracks sell quite well. So clearly there's someone out there doing something, listening to crazy Chocobo or whatever. What's crazy Plus Chocobo? Final fantasies. Yeah. I don't know. This stuff's it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Thank you very much for your call. No problem. Have a great year. You too. Take care. Um, I just need to turn all Discord sounds off. Or on. That's the ringing sound. That's good. I like it. Uh, Pau Giroux says, if you could get trashed and taking a nap was acceptable, I could beat 16 hours. I assume he means it at Denny's. <laughs> nap, napping is not a... Yeah, I allowed. feel like falling asleep at a Denny's is like a recipe for the waitresses uh, get to draw a funny mustache on your face. Exactly. Or you just you end up in the drunk tank or something, right? I mean, if you're wasted and you fall asleep at a Denny's, I feel like that should be enough for them to be like, all right. Come on downtown. Yeah. No. Um, you should. <laughs> yeah. Was, okay. This isn't what I thought it would be. Gas him up with the greens and let him go. Stand back and clear as he puffs, uh, puts on a show. Got Choco, watch him and I put him on the show. 
I don't know if you think you can ride this chocobo. Are we in hell? I don't know. To the dirt, let's roll. That's enough of that. I was, I went, I was at a friend's house yesterday, uh, and we were talking about Guilty Gear Uh and how Daisuke, uh, I forget his last name, does all the music. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to find like live performance from him, and he doesn't have anything out there. Oh. Uh, which was a bummer. Um, some people don't play live. Yeah. Some people don't do live shows. It's not, you know. It's... But it's like, I just want to see him fucking shredding. Yeah. I want to watch this South African Japanese man shred on a stage playing Guilty Gear songs. Yeah. And doing the soul bad guy voice. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, that that, that would be pretty good. Um, That would be pretty good. Cold of Baby says, which fast food slash casual dining chain is most likely a threshold connected to the oldest house? I might have said Denny's, but uh, like I'm tempted to say like an IHOP. It's got to be. I'm, I'm thinking like a, it's a dinery type place yeah. that you, time stands still and being Waffle. there is a lot like dying. Waffle House. Yeah. I've never been to a Waffle House, but like that's, there's something about what I do know of a Waffle House sounds like something like that. Mm, like not even, not even Cracker Barrel I fits the like description. Black Bear Diner. Sure. I don't think that's a, that might be more of a local chain. Is that chain. a local thing? There's, some in, there's one in Southern California I okay. think of, but I, I don't. Maybe but, yeah. I'm just trying to think of the most Twin Peaksy Diner I can. Oh, sure. Yeah. Lumberjacks uh, in Petaluma, which is where the Lions was. Yeah, so it's Santa basically Rosa Lions isn't the Lions kind of, yeah. anymore either. It's a fucking Himalayan restaurant now. All right, that sounds way better. It's way better food, but yeah. like yeah. you can't go see. Bennett. Where will the teens go to try to get cigarettes? Yes, you can't go at three a.m. and see Bennett smoking drugs. <laughs> that's in true. the Lions. Yeah, no, that's you can't do that in a Himalayan restaurant. No, yeah. <laughs> There were definitely, I I feel like there were definitely some people, this was, keep in mind, the early 1990s, <laughs> there were definitely people going into the bathroom of that lion's t- to do speed. So. <gasps> I got offered speed uh, the night before my open heart surgery. <laughs> my friend was like, oh, now or never, right? <laughs> I was like, no, never no that's yeah never like yeah i mean i guess you're right like yeah but i'm pretty sure like, i would think if the surgery was successful that maybe speed on the other side of it would be better yeah fuck man right. <laughs> can you imagine showing up to heart surgery hungover on speed? yeah just like crashing yeah. like, hey what's up <laughs> um <sighs> I, I don't that's <sighs> People are bad. The short version here, the the moral of the story, I guess, is that the people are, are bad uh, for sure. Um, a faceless name says Waffle House took about three hours to fill my order one night uh, when they're starting at 1 a.m. Nothing else was open. God, that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible, but, but also but that the exact like scenario. Something. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like you need to order three pancakes and then flush the toilet three times and then something fucking serious happens. Um, 
You want to hear one more voicemail yes. from somebody who I, I think was very clearly stoned? Yes. I haven't heard it yet, but okay. just judging the text. Reading the text, you're like, yes, yes, definitely. We're, we're going to wrap it up here. Ready to hear this. Hey, 3 a.m. boys. <laughs> uh, I have a very important question for you. So right now, dogs, they don't care about screens. They don't understand screens or anything like that. Do you think generations from now, after we've had technology in our lives for so long, that one day dogs will be able to understand that they're looking at their owner on FaceTime or that they're watching a cat on a TV or something. Is that something that dogs will understand? I really need to know the question, the answer to this question. Okay. Love you guys. See you later. I, hmm. I think so. I'd like to believe that one day there will be screens for dogs. There, there is a network called Dog TV. Yeah, TV for dogs. Yeah, it's TV for dogs or very high people. <laughs> um, and it's a lot like the Baby Channel, as far as I can tell. Uh, which I, it's, I wish I sometimes I wish I still had Direct TV because <sighs> it, the Baby Channel was well, it would maybe be handy now uh but it was very funny to watch that on weekends um yeah i don't know i i would thought that the this question was going to be do you think they'll make a screen that dogs can see better that's what i <laughs> or thought like a screen for dogs yeah like tvs or tablets or some kind of touch screen paw print thing for fucking dogs yeah that you could train them to a little robot like a little Roomba mm-hmm. that'll follow a dog around with like just a video loop of you saying good boy yeah good boy uh, I've definitely been on FaceTime and uh, you know my voice coming out of my wife's phone and like a cat will hear the voice and like turn and, and yeah. hear it and we're like oh like uh, if a cat meows on a TV show my dog will like kind of perk up around so mm. the the sound is there yeah it's just the visual component right i don't know that it'll be a time you know like you may, yeah i don't think that's an, an evolutionary advantage like it's not like dogs who can right. sense screens are living longer than the ones who can't so it's not like we're breeding dogs in a direction that will lead to them all knowing what screens are yeah it needs to be the tech advances to catch up to the dogs. Yeah, exactly. That's what's missing. That's my, if I was at CES, that would be my question: Is what do you got for dogs? <laughs> Every booth. Mm, but how will this affect dogs? What do you got for dogs? Dogs are the new crypto. Yeah, uh, like crypto, Superman's dog. No, mm. that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's. I mean, it's like. It's clever, but it's not funny. No, you know, it's no, like, it's not. Funny. It's like very clever. It's, like, it's a good wow. poll. Yeah, yeah, but but it's not like, good. It's not a joke per se. Uh, yeah, Ed says there are iPad games for cats. That's true. Really? Yeah. Like, there's like iPad apps like that a are little, designed like, for bug that'll fly around. Yeah, to be like, hey, yeah, it's basically Mario Paint Fly Swatter game. In my, in my mind, that's all it is. But I I don't know for sure. Um. Uh, I does it count if a baby touches your phone screen while that phone screen is running an idle game 
Does that count as the baby's first played video game? Uh, hmm. Hmm. No, right? I mean, it's not, because no. it's an idle game. You don't really play it. It's yeah. not, you don't, yeah. No. It it, it'd to, be like touching a screensaver. You know what? I think, I think the thing that has to count is they have to have the whole thing in their hand. Okay. Whether it be a controller okay. or an iPad or okay. whatever. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. You didn't want your child's first game to be whatever idle clicker nope. you were playing at the time? <laughs> no. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. <laughs> um, but that totally happened. She's super... That, I mean, that would be fitting for you, Jeff. I, I, <laughs> I want it to be something good, like right. Do you have like you know? I'm sure you've thought loosely about the idea of introducing your child to video games. I have, but I like the thing I've been doing is like not thinking about it, right? Because uh, she's probably so far removed from totally. It. Like I was like four or five, right? Till I was, but also she is very enraptured by screens mm. in a way that is almost seems bad. You see, kid, like really young kids just using a phone with the same efficiency I do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Out yeah, there. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like she will look at a screen. If it's got something moving on it, she'll be like, what the fuck is happening over there? She will stare at that thing. Um, and there's some stuff she likes more than others. It's, it's, it's cool as hell. Is it? Yeah. Sometimes scary. You understand why some parents might go like, I need to limit my child's screen time. Like, oh no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause she would stare at this thing until her eyes caught on fire. If I if I didn't step in and and turn it off and put her to sleep or something, you know, that was yeah. a big conversation at my family Christmas this year. Was mm. like talking about kids or screen time. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I get it now in a, in a way that I didn't like. It always made some sense, but like watching that in action and happen at such a young age, like oh shit. Yeah, yeah. there's just not enough like data out there about the long term effects of that oh, sure. stuff on yeah. little kids. Yeah. But like at the same time, you know, like I probably stared at a lot of television. Yeah. I definitely stared at a lot of television. But it's different when it's like just a phone right in your face. Well, so uh, yeah, we're not really putting phones in her, in her face very often. Uh, that's That was just... All right. I don't uh, know anything yeah. about parenting, uh, apparently. But, but yeah, no, I, I mean like just TVs on in the background, that okay. sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of just like, I, I there's something about that whole concept of like people and, and I extend it out to movies as well because I feel like that's the more common conversation of you're like, well, what video games are you gonna have your kid play first and all that other stuff? Like I did I if if she's interested in them, then I'll figure out what what's appropriate then and go with that. But I don't So like Mario Party and Smash. Yeah. Not Mario Party. I would never do that to a child. I wouldn't want to do that to an adult. I loved Mario. This, this, I played by myself all not, the time. Yeah. And my story is actually way sadder oh, than Dan's. Yeah, At least Dan yeah. was like playing with his family and his sister and shit. I, I think like a family that would allow you to do that yourself is somehow way worse. It's because I had yourself, it's latchkey like, kid. Yeah, well, there you go. Now you're talking. Like, same here. Uh, yeah. No, that's no. But like, I, I think that the like and the the part where I get like really almost disgusted by it. Surprise, surprise, is when people go. Like, what order am I going to show my kids Star Wars in? Yeah. And my answer is always the same. Go fucking fuck yourself. Who fucking cares? Holy shit. They won't shit. remember. They won't remember. Well, this order might make more sense. Fuck off. 
Holy shit! Listen to yourselves. Yeah, no, no. I mean, everyone knows it goes three, six, two, four, five, eight, seven, nine, one. Like that's the order. Fuck, man. And that's order of uh, reverse quality. Oh, great. Yeah. One being the best. Okay, yeah. And episode five being the worst. Of course, yeah. Where does Solo go in there? Solo. Mm, well, if you want your baby to fall asleep, you can put on Solo. I, I feel like Mario Van Peebles did a great job in Solo. Solo uh, was okay. It was just kind of boring. Mm. But yeah, it's something about the the not the discussion of when how when will you show your child Star Wars, which I think is already like stop fucking or, or like stop forcing your fucking old ass culture yeah. on onto that's kids. gonna be a really easy way for them to hate. Star yeah, Wars. like stop, just stop, just like if if they're if you're into it and they're like, hey, what's this all about? Show them, but to like have this conversation with yourself now. Well, I mean, of course they're gonna love it. I better get the shirt so they can wear the shirt because I like it, and they should definitely like it. Like fuck off! Oh my god! I'm gonna name my child Watto. Yeah, good, good call. Regardless, of, it's a good. It's, I mean, that's, it's that's good because what, it works for either gender. That's what we did. So you know, it would help Watto Gerstmann. Yeah, it really would, rolls off. Help us greatly to have another Watto around to please deflect some of this. Oh God. They're going to take her. <laughs> they said. They said we can't have a. Ch- well, I mean, all you have to do is roll a chance cube, and if you uh, uh-huh. get blue, you can keep the child. Great, and get red. Yeah, love it. And mind tricks won't work on her, so that's great. I just watched episode one. Okay, a couple days ago. All right, I have not seen it since three days before it came out. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a bad movie. I remember thinking that then. I I saw that so my mom won tickets from a local radio station to go see that movie opening night at midnight. Yeah. And I was fucking psyched. I was like, yeah. oh my God. You know, we I would get to take the day off school the next day because my mom was like, Well, you're not gonna get any sleep. So mm. like and so it was this whole big deal. We get there, get in, and they just start fucking about talking about trade routes yeah. and shit. And I'm just so bored. I was a third grader and I was so bored up until the very end when there was the lightsaber fight. And I thought that was cool. And the pod racer, like there's, you know, yeah, like those two moments were cool. And then everything else was just so fucking boring, man. I, uh, yeah, I feel like I've told the story before, but like day of that movie coming out, we played a concert in a parking lot of a movie theater. And I'd already seen the movie and was very tempted to just spoil it because I, I was literally standing. Padme's actually Amidala. Yeah, I was like literally standing in this movie theater parking lot holding a microphone. <laughs> and, it was, and I'd seen it and I was like, this was shit. But I you know, couldn't really come out and say that. And someone else in the group uh, was also named Ben. Uh, there was a costume contest and there was a guy dressed up as an X-Wing pilot. And he gave that guy a really super wedgie in the middle of our set and i felt bad it was funny as fucking shit man honestly but like imagine that's got to be the last place that dude thinks he's getting something like that like i'm waiting to see the star wars movie with a bunch of other star wars fans these are my be- oh god oh oh god why oh no um my tesseract region uh-huh is that a star wars thing sure, sure. my uh my Kess- my Kessel run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right in the wa- right in the Womp Rats. Yeah, we gave it to him right in the, right in the Womp Rats. I say we, even though it was not me, but like it has to be. You know, it's like, hey, yeah. I was there. 
I didn't it's stop. It's like how it. you can be charged for murder. Exactly. If you're yeah. I was I was loosely an accomplice of that. Like yeah. I, I could have made that stop. I didn't. Should I have? Look, knowing what I know now, this many years later, and, and looking back on it, I go, that was an uncool thing to have happen. In the moment, though, yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Coming at you from Party Central, a whole nother year. Coming at you. Is this that same? Is this? A, is it? No. From Persona. Okay. All right. Uh, give us a call. 707 Exit Flu. Yep. Uh, leave a voicemail. Call in live. You can see our Discord name yeah. for that if you watch live. That's right. We'll be back next week uh, after the giant bomb cast is recorded live. If you're a premium member, you can join us live and call in. How about that? That sounds good to me. That sounds great. We'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs>